Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your ROH and Impact post show for July 27th. Holy heck, how are we already swinging into August? Better half of summer is already behind us. Death for Dishonor is in the rear view already. They kind of forgot about it altogether. So uh, <laughs> I forgot it was last weekend, honestly. It's been, look, these wrestling weeks go fast, man. But like, I don't know what to tell it. Like, especially with the G1 on, like, God forbid you're trying to keep up with that. Like, right. um, it's, it's a pretty wild one. It's a pretty wild one. Uh, but we have a lot to talk about tonight. There were a lot of matches. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about Death Before Dishonor, but we don't have to go too depth into it because you and SP3 held it down while I was at a wedding and did a phenomenal post show without me. So thank, thank you, you for anchoring it. And thank you to SP3 also for filling in for me. Very, very much appreciated. He always brings like really great ROH insights because he also is passionate about this brand that mm-hmm. feeling a little lost, man. Uh, but I feel like today I had some glimmers of hope, at least in the pure division, like we're setting up for something that feels right in a lot of ways. But if there's anything that you want to talk about, get in those super chats, get in those humper chats at humperchats.com. Got a laundry list of things I asked you guys for at the beginning of the show, but you have to do them all or you don't love us. So <laughs> we will ask you to it's subscribe true. if you haven't already to the Fightful YouTube channel, closing in at 100,000, which is very, very exciting. Um, Sean's going to do a special Q&A show if we hit that mark. So that kind of rules. Uh, and there's great content that's going up there that is subscriber exclusive. And speaking of subscribing to things, why don't you also uh, subscribe to Fightful Select? Subscribe and pay us money at FightfulSelect.com for the best $5 in the biz. All sorts of scoopsies coming out there. Uh, today, a big all-in match with the New Japan talent, and somebody else went up. Uh, very excited about that. I'm not uh, excited about that. No, neither am I. Not even a little <laughs> bit. I'm not excited about that at all. That was wildly <laughs> sarcastic, but there is, I will say this. I can't argue that it makes wrestling sense. I just don't like it. But the, yeah. the story that they're they're headed toward makes sense mm-hmm. 
in a wrestling way. Not yeah. my favorite. Right. What are we even talking about? I now know, they want to tell stories. But... That's the favorite part. Like, <laughs> we don't tell stories ever, but actually, here we go. Here's a great story for you. Like, all right, thanks. It's like with, but this is the one. This is the one, really. <laughs> <sighs> But anyway, that's all the ways that you can support us and leave a thumbs up on this video if you would be so kind. Helps people find us in the algorithms a whole heck of a lot. So thank you so much for doing all the things that I always ask of you every show. But let's talk about Death Before Dishonor a little bit here at the beginning of the show. And then we will dive in because we got a lot of matches to talk about. Oh, yeah. Not a lot of ones that maybe with consequences, but we were coming right out of this pay-per-view. So reestablishing sometimes takes more than a two-day turnaround as well like i think there's True. a propensity to not use talent that just wrestled really physical matches two days ago we might have to wait a little bit for that but um overall i watched it on delay obviously i i thought the pay-per-view was really good um for having no builds really like there were some stories that we got folded in obviously willow and athena made eventing was fantastic it was the right, right. call mm -hmm. um Claudio and Pack tore it down. The only thing that I'm a little bit like eh about is one, I get a little concerned. I don't think, I feel like Willow's kind of like in that Orange Cassidy category where it's like, she'll just forever be over. Like there's yes. no, there's no time people are going to be like, ah, the bloom's off the rose with Willow. Like she's, mm -hmm. she's just Willow. She's about to be over for a long time. For a real long time. But mm -hmm. I also, you know, she's had a couple of, ups and downs with different titles right so it's like she won the new japan strong title by accident because mm -hmm. of real life circumstances but then lost it to julia in her first defense really um and then she's coming back for athena again but loses again i don't want to get into that pattern but it's also not on the brand that she's primarily on and some sure. of that was real life stuff right like mercedes yes. broke her ankle like what are you going to do with that mm -hmm. situation so I'm, I'm not too picky on it yet but it is something that like Man, that crowd was behind her. I don't think anyone's mad that Athena won. She's been putting mm -hmm. in the work as well. Mm -hmm. um, so that's my only kind of quibble was it, it was very heel heavy. And uh, my other thing is very happy for Aussie Open. But are they going to be around to defend these tag titles? Or mm -hmm. is this just going to be a way to set up like FTR title for title stuff? Because I don't want that. Like I, we saw the kingdom again tonight mm -hmm. or saturday in my case because i was there live um you know i, I don't want to get into this pattern of not a not rewarding the people who have been there in roh and b um putting glass ceilings on consistent talents uh work in in roh that feel like they're on the roh brand very happy mm -hmm. that mark davis is back but like mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want to do this never defending tag titles on ROH thing. Mm -hmm. Those are my only two things. Uh, we heard your thoughts on Friday on the post show, but overall kind of give me like your, your favorites and your least favorites. Uh, the uh, two main events were great matches. The, the two black women main eventing a pay-per-view always great. Amazing match. They uh, paid tribute to a lot of uh, women of honor of the past, just like a, a, a really well put together match. I'm not surprised at all. Willow and Athena, they're two amazing talents. Athena's the Ring of Honor women's champion and your forever women's champion and the Ring of Honor MVP. Uh, Claudio and Pac was just awesome match. Pac is incredible. That gorilla press slam onto the table on the outside. Ridiculous. It was just like, what are you guys Oof. doing? This is awesome. It's amazing. I love it. Uh, incredible matches. 
you saying that the kingdom was on this show just triggered something in me because I was like, and Ozzy Open was not on this show. I'm like, you sons of guns. <laughs> you could have just gave the kingdom the championships like we were saying. Ah! But I, I agree with us a lot of the time. I tend yes. to agree with myself. Yes, me, me, so. me, I agree with myself <laughs> very often, all yeah. the time, like more than I agree with Smart anybody. Else. Guy, it's crazy. You know? Um, but uh <laughs> I kind of feel like Ozzy Open winning the tag team championships was in the plan, you know, for a while if Mark Davis wasn't going to get or wasn't hurt. So that's the only kind of like, okay, they're they're probably covering some ground that they were trying to cover previously, but it just kind of seems unfortunate because the kingdom has been putting in the work. And then immediately after the pay-per-view, they're putting in more work. It's like, <laughs> what? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Hey, before we dive into tonight's show, do you have merch that I can buy somewhere? No. What's your shirt though? You should make oh, that available for that rules. The merch store is going to come one day. I'm working on it. Okay, because I would I would buy that. That's a cool looking shirt you got on. That's just the prototype that only I wear. I love it though. Thank you. It's exclusive. Yeah, it is exclusive. You'll be able to tell it off like ring gear someday. Like, oh, I wore this on the podcast on July 27th with Kate, where we talked about death before dishonor. (laughs) (laughs) So buy it and frame it. It'll be beautiful. I love it. This is why you're in charge of the uh, sponsors and the promotion and all that stuff. I see. All the right. sponsors? Mm-hmm. Which you can inquire about at Kate at Fightful.com. Hey. See how, we're, you see how this thing works? You yeah. can. You mm-hmm. can. And mm-hmm. hey, if you're one of the people I reached out to, respond to me. <laughs> uh, <but> let's... <laughs> I'm so good at my job. Uh, yeah. Let's dive in to tonight's episode. Didn't feel super strong. I feel mm-hmm. like it felt better than a couple of the ones that were leading into this. Right. There are some glimmers of hope, mostly around the pure title, I feel like. And the uh, TNT championship. I mean, in the I keep calling it the TNT championship, the TV championship. I mean, very close, TV, TNT. Yeah, it's, it's very... Like, it's, all it's on the line. <laughs> Look at Matthew Hooks putting us over as a sponsor of the Sour Grab show. So worth it. Worth Thank it. You, we do what we can. Uh... So let's dive in here. Um, oh, we do have some just general chats as well that came in. Sorry, I missed those. But Christopher Spire saying, I don't feel like Tony had a plan when he bought ROH. Um, I feel like he actually did. I just don't yes. know if things went according to plan. Because it feels like the whole Ocho run to me was saying, um, hey, we know what happens when we put a world title on Chris Jericho to establish a brand of wrestling. We did it with AEW to a great success. It, it felt to me like they were shopping for TV with that. Now, I didn't love what it did to AEW programming because I think there was not the balance that you needed. And I mm-hmm. don't know if it accomplished what they were setting out to do because if it's just on AEW all the time, it doesn't really read as an alternative. It reads as the same thing. So I think there was a plan. And I also think part of the plan was don't let anybody else buy it. I think yeah. part of the plan <laughs> was... How far are we into the show? Oh, I can say this. I think part of the plan was let's cock block the WWE from buying this. <laughs> because we don't want them to have, to to be honest, like this didn't ever come from Sean. So don't say this was a fightful thing. But like I heard rumors of some numbers. They were rumors. But there's a it was very lopsided between what the current product was worth and what the history was worth. And that tracks, right? You had mm-hmm. 
Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and so many people in AEW um, that built up equity and what was their catalog and all of the potential for licensing and merch and things like that. Like so much of that sale, the value was in that piece of it. So it's almost not that the product itself should ever be secondary, but when we think of what's the plan for ROH, Tony Khan is thinking of this whole picture. Um, and so that's that's a lot to kind of balance and digest. And mm -hmm. where is it going to live? They redid watchroh.com. Like so, so, so many things are involved in what the plan was. And creative was like probably number 10 on the list. Or something. <laughs> so it's not fun as a fan in that way. But when we say it didn't have a plan, plans don't always go according to plan. And they're they're very comprehensive. Do you have any thoughts on, on that? Yeah, I definitely feel like he had a plan. I feel like if there was a purpose of him purchasing it, like it alone of like what Kate's saying, having the library, being able to utilize that stuff just for video packages. You got Brian Danielson, you got CM Punk, you got all these great wrestlers that wrestled there, Kenny Omega, all these people, Young Bucks, everybody that has this kind of connection to Ring of Honor that you can use in video packages and things. I think the biggest thing, uh, of course, the, the reason that the things have been kind of crazy the last couple of weeks, didn't expect to have another TV show on Saturdays from sure. his, uh, you know, business partners of like, okay, you have this new Ring of Honor show. That's cool. We like that. But would you also do another AEW show on sure. for two hours on Saturday? And a lot, a lot of time to that. Like, that's one thing, one reason why things have probably changed over here. But I think uh, it's probably worth the, the purchase of what he paid for it. I'd say uh, what he's already done with it. I didn't like a lot of Chris Jericho, what he does, but his stuff, the stuff was fun when he was the champion. He was having a lot of really fun matches. And I think uh, the pay-per-views having the Briscoes and FTR, you know, matches like all that is worth what happened. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I also, I just kind of like an abusive relationship. Like I'm, I'll just, awesome. I'll never leave it. You know what I mean? But like, mm -hmm. I'll, I feel optimistic because it feels like, I don't know. There's, there's no way after death before dishonor, they can't know the difference yeah. between fans showing up for your product and fans coming in and out of collision and their investment in those things. Like those are two very, very different situations. So I think exactly um, that I think became really undeniable at death before dishonor because that crowd mm -hmm. was very into what was happening. Like exactly. That was a would, ring of honor show. Like it felt like it, the crowd was there. Like that's what we want when we watch this show. Sure. And same in Orlando too. I think like when uh, Willow was, like every kick out that she had, man, like the kick out on the O face where everybody mm -hmm. like was so mm. elated. Like and these that O face. Spots. Oh, oh my God. God. My face melted. So the show today, did they, uh, they splice it or you saw all these matches when you were at the show? I, was, I saw all these matches, I think. Okay. Yeah, I, we got because I know they've been doing the splice late, but... jobs uh, recently of like hey, we are in Chicago and actually we're in Canada and actually we're over here. So <laughs> yeah, tonight was a clean bill of health from, okay. <laughs> from that perspective, and I don't think there was anything that should carry over into next week if I remember correctly. I think this was yeah. the full card of what we saw, so that also just helps from a flow perspective too. So I dig it, but um. We also will get into the show now. We will start mm -hmm. with our pure rules match, which 
Uh, I am a big Josh Woods gal, and I'm yes. so glad to see him getting some love. Like, mm-hmm. looks like a million bucks. He's incredible in the ring. Former pure champion. This, like, he's good at a lot of things in wrestling, but I feel like pure division is his wheelhouse. I love, love, love Josh Woods. But our judges for this are Jerry Lynn, Jimmy Jacobs, and Shibata himself, who got his mm-hmm. own entrance here, which was nice. This was short. There's a lot of matches that were very short today, and that's something yeah. I would like to see change too. Selfishly, is like not as many matches for a longer amount of time, but mm-hmm. just happy to see there being a feud being built out for this pure title again. And my God, it doesn't even involve Daniel Garcia. Can you believe it? Wow, <laughs> I didn't ever think we'd get here. It's crazy. I know. And Josh Woods won last week, so it almost feels like he's headed in this direction. Yeah. But he hits a nasty little penalty kick. Uh-huh. And while staring at Shibata, locks in that gorilla lock to win. And I was very happy to see this open the show. Uh, having been there live was really fun to watch live. But I feel like with pure matches, especially commentary adds so much with the story. Mm-hmm. This was the case here. I, I feel like Ian and, and Caprice are always just fantastic at this. Uh, but very happy to see this. Like, I'm, I'm very happy to see what we got. Um, and we also get something really fun set up for next week too. But uh, before we get to the post-match, what did you think of what we saw in our opener here today? Don't usually open with pure matches. They're they're pretty technical. (laughs) Yeah. This is something we've been wanting for a couple of weeks here on the show is Josh Woods to come in and get a push. He looks great. He's been great in every showing that he's had here on Ring of Honor. And for them to be telling a little story here with Shibata being here, if Shibata's being here, you're going to use him. And for him to be scoring off with Josh Woods next week is great. How great was Shibata in the presser with his phone and telling Tony Khan that thanks for getting him back into wrestling. It's just like, what a cool story to be told. That makes me think that Shibata is going to be the pure champion for the rest of time, I'd say. (laughs) It definitely (laughs) feels like that. And it's it's interesting because it feels like, I assumed he would be showing up in ROH and mostly headquartered in New Japan. And it feels like maybe that relationship isn't on track. It could just also be G1 season. Like that guy's not doing the G1 anytime soon. But it really, really feels like Shibata is like kind of here to be in ROH right now, which Mm -hmm. that makes me very, very happy. I love to see that. Um, Matthew Hook saying, not even just putting over our sponsorship packages but also chiming in saying alex could book roh that would be interesting i feel like it's kind of funny alex like i get to listen to him rant about things he doesn't like but when he Mm -hmm. offers alternatives he always has really 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 great ideas and one thing that he fantasy books very well is playing with rules like within them and out of them and i actually think even though he doesn't really watch roh because the rest of our weeks are so full of wrestling mm-hmm. like him in i guess more traditional roh than the way the product functions right now god like and alex Pulowski booked pure division would be a very very interesting thing to me but alex has a, a great wrestling mind like whenever people don't like the sourness of what he does and what I do. I always tell them like, also listen to when he gives alternatives though. Cause he's, he's incredibly mm-hmm. creative and because he's an actor views things through kind of just a different lens than a lot of us do. So I think that is pretty stinking cool. Christopher Spire saying, I think biggest thing ROH needs is its own booker. It, it I'm not backstage, so I, I hate like speculating on this kind of stuff, but it does always feel like a bandwidth issue. I think I said this 
last late week, like whatever a new show gets introduced, it feels like something else gets derailed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I can't imagine booking this many hours of television every week. Like that, that probably feels true, or at least delegated and approved would be a, a nice rhythm. But uh, I, it's such a specific brand that I feel like you need, and they have the people there for it now, right? They have Jimmy Jacobs, they have people backstage, they've got Chris Hero. Like, it would be nice to see them bring back kind of like the familiar ties, in my opinion. I think the issue is it's not bad booking as long as more of it's like non-existent. Like, it's just, it's not that it's bad. It's just like, there's nothing. It's just like, he's booking great. He's booking really good matches. Tony Khan could book the crap out of this Ring of Honor show if he had the time. If he just kind of delegates and says all these people that Kate was talking about, Chris Hero, Jimmy Jacobs, Jerry Lynn, uh, Stokely's back there, like Samoa Joe, like all these people that can kind of help with it. Just let them handle it over here and you can work on the rest. But the thing is, is Tony Khan is the head booker. Everything that happens is going to go through him. So it's hard. <laughs> of course. Of course. Cool. And now I'm kind of split because I'm rooting for this brand, but I, if people are going to do stuff like this, I kind of want them to cancel their subscriptions. Patchy Rick saying, I can't remember where I read it, but I think TK said that if people are going to cancel their ROH subscription, they have to give money to Kate and Reg. And that is true. Like if, if you're like, you know what? I'm checked out on the product. You do legally have to send us your super chat money so tony khan it's i did read that i i don't know if it was fightful select but i did see an excerpt that said that that was true send your money to reg and kate and uh yeah quickly i think if you i think it was reported on fightful select so you should Mm. subscribe to fightful select and give us your money i think that's the way to go both (laughs) money both is good both is good um (laughs) But a lot of fun stuff in this pure match. And as you said, we are getting Woods versus Shibata next week, which absolutely rules. Love that for us. Let's keep stories going mm-hmm. and let's have wins move people along. I dig that. We got a chat from Meet Norma saying, what's good, Grapsity? Do we know? Oh, I'm, I wonder if this was for Ask Grapsity, but we're going to read oh. it anyway. Okay. Do we know if Bill Birmingham was in the truck when that sign made TV also oh, yeah, I, I can't still dancing red? <laughs> I don't know what any of that means, but I like it. Oh, that probably was an ask Grafsity question. Uh, yeah. It probably was. Probably was for behind the paywall, but um yeah, we we will tread lightly and say that boy oh boy, the camera was on that book the women's division better sign for more than a couple of seconds. It was like felt like an eternity, I'm sure to them, but warmed my heart a little bit. So <laughs> Uh, we'll move right along to Trisha Dora and Vita Von Starr. Now this, I was very excited to see because Vita Von Starr was formerly of the righteous. She hasn't been signed yet, but I always enjoyed her work. Um, I I really think that she added a lot. She was here to to take a loss to Trisha Dora. We got a nice Mm -hmm. promo from Trisha Dora in the process here. Um, she essentially acknowledges that she's been losing. I love when wrestlers do that. And she says a year ago she would have let this get her down, but she's part of the infantry and she's going to bounce back. And I just kind of, there's there's such an ease about her in promos. Yes. And when I got to interview her too, it's, it's just this like, it kind of feels like when 
like, like you can see the military influence or something. It's just mm-hmm. like a very like well presented promo and mm-hmm. she's very unshaken, which yeah. I, I really appreciate. And the tone of her voice is a little quieter. I feel like we get so many, well, you know, da, 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 da. like her mm-hmm. just like having this ease about her is a really special and unique thing to her. Um, so I, I really appreciate that. Um, and I like that we get a win here and this is good. I like seeing Vita Von Star. I like the Lariat Tubman getting the W here. There was a nice uh, sequence too where Vita Von Star avoided the Lariat Tubman and hit a mm-hmm. Michinoku driver right before it. I love I loved when um, someone just gets bested the second time. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's something I like in matches. And I like when the reverse is true, when somebody learns from the mistake the first time. But like it, it wasn't that the Larian Tubman's not effective. It's just that it didn't connect the first time. So right. this was good. Uh, mm-hmm. I am happy to see Trisha Dora back on track. I would like her to move up in contendership. Her working face could be very interesting to see her versus Athena. What did you think that we got out of this? Uh, I like that. Well, the point that you made in the promo of her saying, I have lost. I've t- I'm going to take those losses and move forward in a different way than I would have a year ago. Like I'm a different Trisha Dora. I take these losses and I learn from them. Trisha Dora is just such a, a humble and strong personality. You just want her to win. She's kind of like Willow. Willow's energy is different, but it's kind of the same thing of like when you kind of get to know her and you get everything about her, you're just like, oh man, I just really want this person to win. And that's because how her career I think is going to span out for a long time. The way that she presents herself, the way that she works, uh, everything about Trisha Dora is just a big star. And I've known for a long time, and I'm going to take my credit and pat myself on my back. Former number one in the Black Wrestling 500, Trisha Dora, I've been known for a long time. Uh, her on-the-knees German suplex spot that she does in all these matches is so cool. Oh, it's, just, it's so great. Like, every it's time so she great. does it, I'm just like, dude, that's cool. You're cool. Larry Tubman, great finish. Um, yeah, if she is the one to beat Athena or be a great contender for Athena, because maybe Athena's champion for the, the rest of time, then I'm all for it. I'm interested to see where, because what is Final Battle next, or is there a show between that? Like, that's a long time from now. We got to do something between. They may be, I don't know, but the, seeing uh, what the trajectory is of the women's championship, I guess just in general, is super interesting uh, with the run that, of course, that Athena's been on. Uh, Willow, she has to kind of get to the back of the line and storyline perspective, I feel, at this point. So it's kind of a wide open thing. We got Layla Hirsch coming later in the show. We got all these kind of new pieces to add on to it. So I, I'm loving it. I am too, and you're right. There's something really, really refreshing about Trisha Dora with mm-hmm. like, she she has that same thing Willow has, but with the calmness is like just yeah. a, it's such a unique place to her in, in wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's very, very cool. So very happy about this. Very happy that we're moving forward and shaping things up a little bit back on track. So there were some encouraging things in here. It still feels a little scattered, but like in a way that an episode two days after a pay-per-view might feel scattered. So I'll exactly. I'll take it. This mm-hmm. was one of those things. Arza288 saying we need a list of Washington pseudonyms. <laughs> not when we're not behind the paywall. We don't, uh, but we're. 
We're going to move along. But before we do, we got a chat from Albert Pont saying, so I love the women getting love tonight. The kingdom deserve the tag titles. And really, TK, we start a number one contenders tournament after the pay-per-view. We are going to get into that because that was not my favorite thing on the show. <laughs> uh, but we got our ROH six-man tag championship, if I could talk. Brian Cage, Khan, and Toa Leona, of course, with the delightful dancing Prince Nana. And the Iron Savages with the Jacked Jameson, which is just mm -hmm. the best wrestling game ever. Um, I quite liked this match. I yeah. feel like uh, I've been talking about the Iron Savages for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, this also kind of brought, because they're, they're so fun, really brought like a different side of the embassy out, I feel like, a little bit. Yeah. Like there's, they're so fun, it gets a little bit contagious. But cutting to the end here, we get Leona... Cutting Boulder down with a knee and a crossbody attempt. And Cage taking down Bronson with a really nice spinning lariat here. Mm -hmm. uh, they isolate Jameson with Khan hitting a pedigree. I really liked the finish because it wasn't like tandem offense, meaning they were synchronized doing the same move. It was strategic, which mm -hmm. is always, always great to see in these. But Iron Savages feel like they are clicking into something that they haven't before in their career. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of liked it because... Um, there's a noticeable physical difference, a lot of, a lot of weight loss cutting. Um, and there's also, they're more than just like big, scary guy tag team. And yes, I've always viewed them as more than that, but we saw this with William Morrissey a little bit too, or, uh, mm -hmm. big bill, like it, it helps to let your personality shine through a little bit. And I think they're really leaning into that right now. I, I, I really enjoyed this match and I, I loved the finish that we got. What were your thoughts? I think this is a really cool story to tell with the the embassy, you know, throughout a bunch of these weeks, we've seen them squash a bunch of usually smaller guys. So they get into this match with the Iron Savages and Jack Jameson, who are not small guys at all. They all match up to the embassy as far as being jacked up dudes. I love Brian Cage's tweet of uh, how are you going to be named jacked in a match with Brian Cage? It's like, I mean, you know, points are being made. Is that, you know what? <laughs> It's a fair point. It's a fair point. <laughs> Maybe change your name for this match. Just this match. I'm going to go by this because Brian Cage is in there and he's crazy. But yeah, no. Uh, Embassy, I think it's uh, they're at a weird crossroads because you did mention someone, Big Bill, and Big Bill and Brian Cage are just clicking on something like you would never imagine like this is the happiest accident they could ever stumble into so i'm kind of like maybe we should lean into this but i'm liking the uh the momentum that they've been building on ring of honor tv a lot of them have been squashes but then you see something like this where they're they had to use like you said strategy to beat these big, big giant guys they have these different things to to win matches and they're clicking on a different level this is the best brian cage i've seen while he's been in AEW, um, he's this is the most comfortable he's seen. He's been this is the most personality he's shown. It's just such a great spot for him to be in. And the other guys are just uh, monsters, honestly. It's like it's just a, a bunch of big meaty men slapping meat, as they say. This match, do you want to see that? This was that a lot of fun, as they say. I think mm -hmm. that was a Winston Churchill quote, I think. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Biggie, baby. I love it. I miss that man. Oh, I miss that man on my screen so much. Uh -huh. But I'm definitely with you on that. I really, um, I like 
what they are really growing into. And I also liked mm-hmm. that we had some champions around defending their titles. I know uh-huh. that sounds so elementary, but mm-hmm. someone other than Athena with a title was on the show in that rule. So I will take it happily. Yes. Shane Monster saying Iron Savages versus Mogul Embassy felt like a true trios match. That is a yes. really, really, really good way to put it. It felt like there were two trios right. <laughs> in there. Exactly. I am now a true Gates of Agony stan after that Yelp-inducing powerbomb to the floor. These guys are great. I, I've been singing their praises for a while, and I've gotten to see them on the indies, which is part of why. Like, I, their work WrestlePro a lot, which is in my mm-hmm. backyard. I'm spoiled for that. Uh, and it's funny. They trained I'm, out there, right? They did. One of those, they, did. they were on, uh, I saw MJF's list, or what he showed us. This is the list I made of guys I want to wrestle, and one of them was, like, on the list. Yeah, I think they were in the same class, like the same years okay. for sure. Um, and they're the schools in Staten Island, but the they run shows in Jersey, and nice. they've been around a lot. And what's incredible is I've talked to talent that have worked with them, and they've kind of three different wrestlers had said the same thing that they don't understand how they can make stuff look so vicious, but I, I hate to be like a kayfabe breaker, but they're like, I feel very safe and protected when I'm taking these moves. Like they've all kind of said those like nasty power bombs are like always very safely delivered and that they're just a dream to work with as well. So that's always nice to hear. Cause I feel like we don't. Um, and then some guy talked to me and they were like, man, iron savages power bombs hurt so bad. Every time. Oh I God. Oh, me, I, can never I got to take a power bomb one time and somebody had to carry me out. <laughs> brother. <laughs> so there it is. Reg protecting the business. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Albert Pont says unlimited shrimp for everyone. Okay. All right. I'll take that. I don't know what that was in reference to, but I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Did I miss something? I don't know. I don't know. I like shrimp. I'll take some. Bubba gum shrimp. We'll <laughs> take it. Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s. Still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids. And he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger. Her body looks leaner, has energy all day. And Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We get Layla Hirsch and the pop star Becca. Now I've got a I've got a bone to pick with this Ian Okay. Okay. You know I love the man. Yep. Great. Big fan. 
just got signed. Couldn't be more ecstatic. Did that two out of three falls match on Collision? Perfect sound. Phenomenal. So good. But then he's out here today, okay? And he says Becca is a pop star. Of course, we know this. And then he goes, well, at least in her own mind. No, Ooh, sir. Tough one. No, sir. Okay, mm-hmm. that is a chart-topping mm-hmm. pop star, global sensation. Mm-hmm. She releases music and she tours. Okay. You can ignore the fact that it's in a she's, wrestling context. She's big in Japan, f- question mark. She's I think? huge in Japan. Yeah. She's huge yeah. everywhere. She's yeah, yeah. Becca with a three. Mm-hmm. Come on, Ian. All right. Rude. Pretty rude. Pretty rude, honestly. Pretty rude. Mm-hmm. Uh, Becca, a standout, picking up a lot of momentum on the independent circuit. Very, very happy to see her here. Made me yep. so happy to see her in action. And a pretty good little match with Layla Hirsch. Now, mm-hmm. this ends with Hirsch hitting a German suplex and a running knee. <sighs> I couldn't remember her name one time, and I called her Little Lady Tess. Mm-hmm. And it's like the happiest accident, because she is. And it matches this. Mm-hmm. We got to see the gut wrench earlier in this match. Becca sold really well, I, I feel like, in this as well. Um, very fun to see the collisions of personalities, too. Like, Layla is just this, like, badass serious gonna come kick your ass back with such exuberance and personality here this is a, a perfectly suitable little match i love seeing becca get some reps on my i was gonna say my tv but by you know my streaming tv that rules mm-hmm. uh what did you think of what we got here yeah there's some wrestlers you're like oh i i want them to like start doing promos when they when they get you know more prominence they start to win championships like i can't wait till they promo and they do all these character things no i never want layla hirsch to talk ever i just want her to go in there beat people up suplex them throw them over the ring and then walk out of there like she was having fun because that just makes her character so much better she is just there's something she has this like intangible not a lot of wrestlers have it like even wrestlers that are popular somehow they don't have this intangible that this person has layla hirsch has something that makes her that separates her from the pack and i'm really excited to see what she does here in the future she's going to be a contender for the ring of honor women's world championship she already is but they're going to build her stock for a while it's probably going to come down to her and trish i'm kind of actually happy that she came and beat trish because that gives trish motivation to uh one step to beating, you know, Athena is going to be trying to get through Layla Hirsch or vice versa. So um, very good story to be telling. Great to see Becca here. Anytime you see a talent that deserves to do this because they've been killing it on the indies and every opportunity that they take, they've been doing so well with it. Great to see her in a position and not get, uh, you know, totally squashed in it and be able to get some of her stuff off, get her name out there and get in just disrespecting her right here on I'm gonna say <laughs> national TV, but on streaming TV. On streaming international global. I was gonna say global like affiliates, but it's yeah close enough. Yeah. The point is, mm-hmm. she's a sensation. I, you know, I talked to John Alba recently, and he was like, "Man, I cannot believe NXT hasn't come calling for her." That like the way NXT operates. Right. You see me at, on Tuesday's review of that show. I wouldn't like mm-hmm. wish it upon people necessarily, but like it is kind of surprising that they haven't been like, she's ready right now for this platform. Like snatch her up. Uh, I think she could be successful in any environment. She's, she's wonderful. But like with how, how well she 
layers the character side of what she does, it does feel like, man, she's she's one of the few that I think could thrive really, really well in, in there. So hoping the best for, for her. Very cool to see her get this spot, as you said. So this next match was lovely but confusing, to be honest. We don't have a tag team division for nope. the women on mm -hmm. um, any of the brands under the AEW umbrella, but we do have the Renegade Twins. Versus JC Storm, who's another standout in the area, and Tiara James. Uh, nice to see them both healthy and, and back in action here. But the Renegades winning with a double super kick before JC um, gets hit with a heart attack, I believe. Mm -hmm. So a perfectly suitable match. Glad Charlotte and Robin are both healthy. Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> <laughs> Good match. And, I don't want to diminish it from an end yes. perspective. It was good, but like, where are we going? What are we doing? Not really sure. Great, great to see the Renegade Twins back. Um, we got to find a tag division for them somewhere, just because they're such a good team. I think if it's not gonna be, AEW doesn't have a women's tag team division in general, so they either need to work on it or the Renegade Twins need to find somewhere to do their thing. Because I think they work better as a tag team. I didn't like when they were doing the singles thing. Yeah. Maybe one of them was hurt. So I want to see them be a women's tag team. But yeah, like you're saying, in Ring of Honor, there aren't any at all. They're like the only one. And the tag team that they uh, wrestled, Tiara and JC, respectfully, one of the finest tag teams in the world. My team. goodness. And respectfully. It is. Yikes. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Seeing them in person. Woo. Like Sheesh. the re the respect ah. was at an all time high. My goodness. What beautiful women. JC Storm. Um, oh. She's someone that I, I think I'm I think sweating. I, there's a storm brewing. I'll tell you what. That lady. Uh, she's she's fantastic. She is a, a wonderful but yeah, personality. Also, they're both very talented women. I don't want to degrade that they're no they're no no, no, no. please come on but, i'm yeah. i'm i'm a straight gal and i'm thirsting over here they're beautiful women all right <laughs> uh but i i got to I, I can't remember if i interviewed her directly or if i had just spoken to her at an event that i was around here but she she's a really hard worker she was training with yeah. amazing red and um mm -hmm. doing a lot of fantastic work out of uh i think she was based in queens Okay. Working out of like House of Glory and, and that oh, whole camp. So I didn't know that. Yeah. Very, very, very cool to see uh, how she's grown. And I just remember being really struck by the way that she, I mean, how don't you like trust Amazing Red probably? But she yeah. was just like, every step in my journey, I get the green light from him and then I go about it. And I get the green light from him and I go about it. Like I was really impressed by the discipline that that can take and the patience that that can require. Um, and she's fine as hell. So there you go. <laughs> Trained by Amazing Red. I'm a huge fan. She shot up my list. She is now my favorite wrestler. I mean, oh. one of the greatest independent wrestlers of all time. Come on. You're taking orders from Red. You're doing your thing from Red. <laughs> and you're awesome at wrestling. And you look like that. This is crazy. Red is going to like put his number up on the. <laughs> <laughs> five, 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 five. <laughs> I think I've, I've heard songs of your, of your love experiences of recent and i would encourage you to go check out righteous red you with should, an s you guys. not with a d weirdly hmm. i got fixed too <laughs> you guys i mean i should probably rephrase that i they fixed my name on the video game you guys 
There you go. You're now your your full self. You are not mm -hmm. a default car as not anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not so. anymore. Got so, rid of the D. Get the D out. Get the D out. Get the D all the way out of here. That mm -hmm. is what she said. We move along uh, to Athena versus Christina Marie. But before we do that, Luis made a note that said Tiara James got picked on MLW's open draft night. So congratulations oh, to her. Sweet. That's awesome. Love oh, to that is good. Makes me very happy when wrestling. MLW's make a similar. There's not an MLW show, but give it up for MLW for a few seconds. They uh they all their new draft moves, like Kevin Blackwood's over there, TR James, like they're making some pretty cool moves over there. I like what they're doing. They have a lot of indie talent that should be featured being featured on their TV shows and getting more experience out there. So shout out to MLW. Yeah, it feels like they got a, a shot in the arm recently. Like I, yeah. I haven't been following the products. I love Alex Hammerstone and mm -hmm. a lot of the talent that's there, but it, it sounds like there's a bit of an upswing, which is very good. And they yeah. didn't even need the insane clown posse to do it. So we talked about Athena and Christina Marie. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Hey, a bullet was dodged though, Kate. I remember it almost went somewhere crazy. You know what? And I was gonna skirt around it, but I gotta say, when they when NWA just tweeted the whoop whoop tweet, I was like, imagine insane clown posse being the better case scenario. Right? And then it was, and I was like, too shit. They got people. Me. I don't like, think there's ever been a time world. in human history that anyone has ever breathed a sigh of relief for ICP like, like oh, ever. Thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness it's ICP. Other than when he had his heart thing, which we were happy that he made it through. Yeah, shout out to Violet like. But it, that's it, hilarious, though, being like, oh, thank God it's ICP. I, like, I almost respect it. <laughs> I almost respect it. They were like, we're going to worry. We're going to literally alarm people uh, into thinking that somebody's coming back. And then you're going to be like, oh, it's ICP. I'm so relieved. I was like, you know what? You messed with the vibes in the right way. I respect it. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh man, that is funny, dude. <laughs> great, great plan, you guys. I see me like oh. we're gonna trick him into thinking it's this umbrella dude, but psych, the gonna, umbrella dude. They're gonna no. be so excited when it's ICP instead. When I think like <laughs> I tell people all the time, I start oh. watching in 2009, I try and go back, I try and be a student. And when I go back, oh sorry, my contact's being weird. Uh -oh. When I go back to mid-80s NWA. I'm like, you know what? I think of what I think of this brand. It's not Ric Flair. It's not Dusty. It's mm. not Art and Tully. It's the Juggalos. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like... <laughs> Nick Bockwinkle, Luthez, all you guys, get out of the way. It's about Violent J. Of the Luthez, a Juggalo, for sure. Move it, dude. It's all about ICP. NWA is wild. They did announce, though. That the main event, we're in this NWA podcast all of a sudden. The main event of their show is if EC3 beats Tyrus, Tyrus has to retire forever. So let's go, EC3. We've never in our lives wanted you want to win a match more. I that. am. I've never been a bigger EC3 fan <laughs> in my life. Control your narrative, EC3. We got to Control move on. for the love of we God if there was ever on. a narrative to control. <laughs> we have to move this on. Is this is the narrative. Athena and Christina Marie. We're going to get there. Uh, Feeling Dreepy saying oh, Athena shit. has been great at portraying slowly losing it at a lack of... Oh, I love this. We're going to talk about the interview, too. 
slowly losing it at the lack of worthy challengers while being mm -hmm. absolutely pissed when she actually gets one that appears. Right. Are tournaments the only way to get to the TV championship? Yes. Also, they need to sign Cheeseburger. We're going to break down the rest of that, but you raise a really, really great point of her being like, there's nobody that's worth my time, and then someone shows up and she is vicious. Like yeah, she doesn't like that. Love it. <laughs> this promo before this match with her telling Lexi Nair if they don't get credible talent in, she's going to take her out. I loved it. I loved it. She's like, I'm at a porcelain trash house needs to rip through. You're the only one left back here, baby girl. If mm. you don't bring in worthy talent, you're out of here. Absolutely adore it. And this match was what we were probably all expecting, but yeah. there is something cool about the fact that she has won every Proving Ground match, which this was. Um, the finish here is Athena just absolutely ragdolling Marie into the ropes before hitting a really, I love these forearms, man. She's laying mm -hmm. them in some post-match beatdown stuff. But what's kind of cool is, and I, it's funny, I, I keep finding these commonalities in like my favorite title reigns. Like I feel this way with Zack Sabre Jr. in the TV title too. Like it really meant something when Jeff Cobb went the distance mm -hmm. and hit the time limit draw. Because that wasn't like he doesn't view that as beating somebody, right? right? So that's like, oh, now we got a story cooking instead of just a bunch of title defenses with the time limit. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like when somebody hits the proving ground mark after Athena has won all of these, that's gonna be a really big deal. I'm not saying they're gonna win, but that's gonna be like a, a feather in the cap kind of moment. And that's a really cool thing. Cause initially I was like, is anybody gonna get one of these proving ground matches? And they were like, Right. No. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. pretty fun. Yeah. So another Athena victory. This is great coming off of the pay-per-view as well. You can you can kind of have one of these in the spot just to reestablish things a little bit. But your thoughts on this? Uh yeah, I think uh the girl homegirl Marie showed some fire in there though. It wasn't yeah. total like she got beat up because everybody gets beat up, but she has some nice stuff in there. Her European uppercuts were looking pretty good. But Athena's just a house of fire, she's a house of bricks, she's gonna destroy you. And yeah, that uh, the story that they're telling with the proving ground matches, and I like that they were talking about it. And the uh Caprice was like, uh, people wonder why Athena hasn't had so many title defenses, is because every proving mount a ground match she wins so no one ever can get past the group proving ground it's kind of setting up what was to come later and so yeah well like exactly like you're saying kate when somebody does eventually run that 10 minutes it's going to be a big deal it's almost going to be like you beat her for the championship and then athena's going to beat your ass when you do get the champ get the, the title match so it's a super great story to tell athena is here she's pissed off she beat the crap out of her after the match for a long time like she always does very annoyed that somebody would dare challenge her after she said for people to challenge her how dare they? How <laughs> dare they? I think it would actually be really fun to have legit Layla do it. To be like the first oh, yeah. ground match that goes yeah. the distance. Like just from a stylist. That's a story right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that could be really, really fun. Uh, we got a chat from... Oh, no, we don't. I already read that chat. So we're going to move along to your ROH tag team chat. Oh, wait. Nope. nope. It's the Kingdom versus the Foundation. It was a, honestly a really fun match. Very nice to see. Rhett Titus and Hot Sauce back in action here. Um, I would like for them to, there's a lot of things I would like for them to do. I think it would be beneficial to their product to start locking in some of these people that have been loitering around as regulars and make mm -hmm. them regular regulars. Yep. I think it would be really, really beneficial, but 
this ends in a really fun way too. I love Taven holding onto the ropes on this belly to belly suplex. That's just one of those things in wrestling that immediately makes you like, I, I can feel that like in my own body when somebody's holding on, like feeling mm -hmm. the weight of what that does to you. And then we get the kingdom to take control here. You get the proton pack for the win. I don't know why they're not my ROH champions, but mm -hmm. this was a really fun match. And this, this also felt a little bit more true to the product. This didn't feel as yeah. like thrown togethery, and we got a lot of really good in ring out of this. Uh, good to see the kingdom still looking strong. Maybe they're going to come challenge for a one on one title shot for those titles. Mm -hmm. What did you think of this? This probably was my match of the night. I think okay. I liked. Yeah, I liked everything in this. This is just a really gritty tag team match. Uh, the commentary told. Uh, Big surprise. Great stories throughout this about uh, the foundation coming out. When the foundation was coming out, they were like, the foundation has had a lot, you know, they've been on the losing end of a lot of these matches, but they've been in with some of the best tag team in the world. So it's not like they're losing to a bunch of scrubs and the kingdom, the uncrowned ring of honor tag team champions were great in this. I love right before the finish. Um, Caprice was screaming at Tracy Williams why is he was picking up uh, Matt Taven. Matt Taven was out. And so uh, he's getting picked up. Tracy Williams is picking him up, uh, his dead body. And Caprice is like, why aren't you pinning him? Why aren't you pinning him? And that ended <laughs> up costing him the match because he got him to the ropes, grabbed onto him, and they ended up losing the match right afterwards. They're just such a great commentary team that every little thing that they do add so much to the match just like you said like it's probably a great match live it looks cool but the little things that they add just takes it right over the top shows how important having a great commentary team is just like you want to see what a great tag team commentary are ian and caprice they got it big time and i know i mentioned it on the pure match and that one even more so because the pacing of pure matches is generally so different mm -hmm. and when there's so many rules in play like getting that story across feels just even more vital to fill in the gaps there. So yeah, agreed. They are two of the best. We're going to move along quickly because we've got the impact post show waiting for mm -hmm. you <laughs> in the wings and we've got some card to get down, but we get Joe and Stokely announcing the ROH TV eliminator. Uh, Stokely certainly doing so by his own volition. He's an independent uh, man of himself, not at all coerced by any of Samoa Joe's actions. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's about it. Any thoughts on this quick little segment? Stokely looking very authoritative in this, as usual, you know? Yeah, uh, Samoa Joe extorting uh, Stokely Hathaway is the one of the best stories that they're <laughs> telling. Uh, <laughs> uh, Stokely being like, no, I'm actually the big dog around here. He's not doing nothing to me. I control everything going on here. Great story that they're telling. Setting up this tournament, which uh, sounds like Kate wasn't super the biggest fan of. So, But I, I mean... As long as we're getting to something, trying to get some contenders to this, I guess this is the way that we're going to get to it. And uh, some more, more Samoa Joe and more Stokely Hathaway on our TVs is big win. Big time. Big time. It is hilarious to see this duo. I forgot to mention earlier, how dare I? Layla Hirsch did the walkaway spot. <laughs> it's my favorite spot in wrestling. I, in my head, it was like. with her, too, for some reason. Oh, because she's so tiny. She can, All she has yeah. to do is duck, really. Mm -hmm. But I was like, man, them as a duo would be hysterical because she's such a badass, but so tiny. Like, oh, all day, all day I would take it. But mm. hilarious stuff going on with Samoa Joe and Stokely. This is such a blast. And because we've seen Stokely be so, like, manipulative and things to see him just, like, 
not having any wiggle room with Samoa Joe. <laughs> he cannot like so manipulate fun. Samoa Joe at all. <laughs> so I much fun. It. But mm-hmm. the fun ends there because why do, man, we have an ROH TV Eliminator tournament. Got an ROH TV Eliminator tournament right after one wraps last week. At AEW, we've got a tag tournament. And we don't even have the results from the first one concluded. And we got the G1 going on. I am tournatined. I am fatigued on tournaments. Yes, tournaments everywhere. I love tournaments usually, but this one feels like they're doing it out of default. But there are some interesting possibilities in this. Uh, we're going to move quickly through these matches because we got some some impact coming up hot for you after this. We had a loser leaves impact match. We've got Nick Aldis in the mix here. A lot to find out. But we get Christopher Daniels defeating J.D. Drake. I love J.D. Drake, but mm-hmm. Christopher Daniels getting the best of him here. Uh, not a great night for the workhorsemen overall, because we're going to talk about what happens in the next one of these two. But Daniels with the Uranagi and the best moonsaults ever. Really, really fun stuff. Uh, Christopher Daniels has been sniffing around this title for a little bit. We saw this in the previous stories along with Matt Seidel. So it makes sense that he's still kind of going after the same thing. But he's also been in a tag team, and he's also not going to win it. So, kind of whatever. Mm. I don't think we're trying to get to Samoa Joe and Christopher Daniels for like the hundredth time in their careers. I but think so. fun little match here. CD can still go at his age. JD Drake is a whole heck of a lot of fun. Uh, any thoughts on this? I wanted JD Drake to win because I want to see JD Drake and Samoa Joe. Like, how badass would that be? Like, that's the really cool spot about this. Uh, like. Christopher Daniels, we just saw them have that 99th match that they said like a few weeks, a few months ago. So like, why is he uh, moving on the match? I know it makes sense because of the, the history, but I kind of wanted J.D. Drake to win. I kind of wanted that too, because I also wanted to see J.D. Drake versus Shane Taylor. They were like on the same side of things for a little bit and mm-hmm. big boys doing big boy stuff. Sounds like a blast to me. Mm-hmm. But we get a quick tag match in here as well. Big Bill and Lee Moriarty defeating Adrian Soriano and Gabriel Hotter. Big Bill with a double rotation boss man slam, which always looks great, and a choke slam on Soriano to score the win. We kind of talked about it earlier. Like, I love Big Bill and Lee Moriarty, but there does seem to be a special connection with Cage. So we'll see how, how much this sticks around. Lee Moriarty can hold his own if they choose to go in that yes. direction. I think it'll be just fine. But mm-hmm. any thoughts on this tag match? Yeah, I think uh, uh, if that's over, I think it did, it did his job of Lee and Big Bill because they both helped each other get to a different plateau. And I think that Leland's going to be great coming off of this. Big Bill and Cage is where it's at for the tag team, though. Big Bill doing the big boss man slam and the choke slam and just being kind of a an updated version of the classic big man is great. I really enjoy this as well. Uh, I I don't know. They gotta if they are gonna split them up. Don't miss don't miss with Lee. Like find something for him to do real fast because that dude is yes. too good to be lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got. I marked myself into disappointment is what happened. Mm-hmm. We got Tony Nese versus Cheeseburger. And Tony Nese never wins anything. That guy is no, eliminated from Battle Royals so fast. He's like always first the one. first guy out. Mm-hmm. But he wins here. And I was like, oh, maybe this is like Cheeseburger entering the fault. No. 
Nope. We did get to see a really cool Titantron live, though, because the collision stage is so big. I know Joel's going to be laughing because I wouldn't shut up about how great this stage was. But, like, his Titantron was just cheeseburger graphics. Like, it was <laughs> it was just raining cheeseburgers, which was super, super fun. I love cheese. He has such a deep arsenal to pull from in a wrestling ring. But ultimately, Nice gets the pump handle and the greetings from Asbury to win here. Uh, some some fun stuff from Tony Nice, but I was like, oh, I, I I bet you know what I mean. I was like, maybe Cheeseburger's yeah. gonna get this one because Tony Nice loses everything all the time, but yeah. not the case here. So we get Tony Nice moving on in this TV Eliminator tournament as well. Your thoughts on this? All of a sudden, the big loser Tony Nice is now a winner. <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about? This is crazy. Why is this happening? Uh, no, great to see Cheeseburger on our TV screens. But yeah, it kind of felt like okay, you're doing this tournament, and Chris Daniels and Tony Nice are you guys? Uh, I don't even know, you know if that's the one for me. I don't know if that's going to get me to really be that super invested in this tournament. I'd love to see this kind of uh, get some different people over. But, you know, good for Tony Nese. He is a good talent. But, like, for the most part, he hasn't been on the winning end of things. It is interesting with him and Josh Woods both turning the page at the same time, though. I will say yeah. that, like, okay. maybe there's going to be something that comes into play there. I don't think he's winning this tournament, I think. No. The winner of this tournament is not in this upcoming match, but in the one after. We've got Gravity not only remembering our friend Neville on the main roster here, but we get him defeating Anthony Henry. This was kind of a bummer, too, because I'm a, I'm a workhorseman gal, but Henry locking in some really nice kicks here, but Gravity catching up with him, if you would, with Power Slam and a top rope splash for the W. Uh, seems like Gravity is... Uh, important part of things right now or at least mm -hmm. somebody that's being eyeballed maybe for something a little bit longer term he's had a lot of consistent reps which is really really cool uh i love anthony henry though and i thought it would have been cool i was like oh maybe they'll do jd drake versus anthony henry like that could be cool but we didn't do that we went with christopher daniels and Tony nice and this kind of weird but i i liked the match a lot i actually thought anthony henry did a really good job merging with gravity's style a, a whole heck of a lot here your thoughts Wanted again another workhorseman to win. I think both workhorsemen should have been in this match or in this tournament because they are tremendously talented guys. Unless you're going to be making them a tag team again, which uh, at that point I'm all in. Uh, gravity's fun. I mean, there's a lot of luchadors that I like. I mean, it, on the totem pole of luchadors, he's not the highest in the world, but you like, got a spot foo hierarchy. I mean, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Like the Kingo and uh, Commander at the top, and then like the rest of the gang, you know. It, it's up there, and he's not high up there. No disrespect to him, but like, there's other people I'd kind of rather see in this position. But good for him. I like that they did the pack match, so it all worked out. You know why he's not that high up there? Because hmm. the gravity. Don't no. <laughs> I was right there. I had to. I love puns so much, and I also. <laughs> love Shane Taylor and him getting the W against Serpentico was fun here. I don't know why this match was longer than 10 seconds, but it was uh, Shane Taylor getting a Uranagi before a big old splash to win. I think maybe we're setting up Shane Taylor being like, I didn't win the last one of these, but I'm yes. won this one. And then we can get some proper build to Samoa Joe versus Shane Taylor. Feels like the obvious play to me. Felt like the obvious play in the last one of these, but uh, what were your thoughts on this? And do you think that's where this tournament's going as well? Shane Taylor, if Shane Taylor doesn't win this tournament, I'm going to come on this 
podcast here and be very upset about it. So Shane Taylor better win this because he deserves it. We have to see him and Samoa Joe. I want to see them in a promo off. They're both great at their promos. Add in Stokely in the middle of these two guys. You just got a recipe for a great storyline. So yeah, Shane Taylor got to be the one to get the victory here. If he doesn't, you heard it here first. Me and Reg are going to complain on the internet about it. I'm going to complain a lot. Yeah, maybe even in person. Mm, I'm going to tweet about it. Yep, it's happening. It's happening. So book it the right way this time, babies. But that brings us to our main event, guys. Stick around for our patient impact crew that is waiting in the wings for us to finally get out of here. But uh, we do get Dalton Castle and the boys uh, versus the Trust Busters, Sunny Kiss, Jeeves K, and Slim J. And what was honestly a really fun match, being there live, it, it is tough because it's like you get punished for being in the main event in the taping cycle which is Mm -hmm. not what i want to see dalton castle be doing he's so integral to this brand but he wins with the bangerang here the boys always a bunch of fun uh amazing what that man can do with a fatigued crowd just by walking into a room and being silly like honest to god just so so impressive of how quickly he brings you back to life in the live experience this is a fun way to close out the show i don't have a problem with this i do want to know where dalton castle is headed from uh singles or trio's standpoint, because he's too important to be just messing around. Like he should be kind of always on a contendership path, in my opinion. Any thoughts on this match? Nice to see Sonny Kiss back as well. Yeah, he can't just be lingering around, especially after that really fun match that he had with Samoa Joe. I want to see um, something more of substance for Dalton Castle. Best part of this match is seeing Sonny Kiss back on Ring of Honor TV. Sonny Kiss amazing. Uh, great in the ring. Trustbusters, they gave us a big Trustbusters break for a long time. For a while, this show was only somebody versus one of the members of the Trustbusters. So. <laughs> <laughs> Super fun way to end the show. Uh, they all kind of deserve this main event spot, I think. Agreed. This was this was really fun and also very happy to see Sunny Kiss back and kind of happy that even though this wasn't the most like substantive show in the world, it did feel like we were getting back to our roots on some stuff. We were seeing yeah. more Ring of Honor talent featured or what feels like Ring of Honor talent featured. We're getting a couple more stories definitely in that pure division. So I think encouraging signs. Um, but maybe I'm just full of false hope and will continue to be for the rest of my life. But we have made them wait long enough because Cresta is straight up dancing. She's got beautiful <laughs> gloves on. She's got a ah. look tonight. And the Impact had a heck of a show. It sounded like from the rundown. Hi, guys. How are you? Hi. Hi. Hey. Honestly, Kate, I don't know how you didn't. I mean, Reg, I don't know how you didn't expect Kate to pick that uh, joke up off the floor. I was, I was just yeah, up with Queen of It was I, on the ground. She was I walked right it into it, Cresta. I'm not even mad about it. You it walked, is what it is. Like gravity walks out too. How are you guys? How was Ring of Honor? It sounds like it was a riveting show. That was not sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. It was it was an improvement over what we got going into the pay-per-view for sure. Yes. Still mm-hmm. some things that need to iron themselves out, but definitely felt more ring of honor-y than uh, mm-hmm. the, the build going into the pay-per-view. But how so, was the impact? Wait, does that mean you guys are gonna be less ring of ornery? Wah wah. <laughs> See, what I appreciate about what Joel did is it didn't even my gravity pun isn't even gonna register after that. He wiped out my corny ass shit Done right for. there. I'm Bang. good. Get him out Thank of you, here. Joel. I know what I'm here for, and I got it. I'm locked. <laughs> 
So not like the the most high stakes episode, but definitely better yeah. than we were getting. I feel like Impact had a lot going on. You had the loser leaves Impact match. You had who was the loser? Young and oh, all this. I don't. I'm the fans. so heartbroken. <laughs> the fans are the losers here. Zicky Ezekiel Dice has oh, walked away. Not and- Zicky. Yep. My heart, listen, when y'all talk about cinema, the real the real cinema oh, is Johnny Swinger versus Zicky Dice. That whole road to 50, and then for Zicky Dice in the twilight of his career. <laughs> I'm so broken up about it. Johnny Swinger, you're a bad man, but I hope you win. Take True. the title. Take it mm. off of Shelly, you coward. <laughs> mm. That's not going to happen, but he at least won one, so you know. Yeah. No, he's I do be, feel yeah. Zicky was really underutilized. Like he feels like a fit for Impact with like the way he operates and the environment that Impact is. It's kind of a bummer that they they didn't do more with him while he was there. But uh, good luck to him. Whatever he does next, I love that dude. He's yeah, he's been really cool with me forever. I was hoping a double because there was a lot of references. There was the "I'm sorry, I love you," the finger poke of doom. <laughs> but it was I was hoping that they would find some way to double count out or whatever it was. But nope. Mm-mm. Loser leaves town, and my heart will never be the same. This is Joel's fault because I was not on the Zicky Dice Johnny Swinger train at all. And Joel was like, Cresta, you're thinking about it too much. And he was right. You got to come along for the ride, Cresta. I told you over and over again. Swingman is a storyteller, he is a legend of extreme. If Jerry Lynn can show up and confront Hook on Wednesdays, surely you have time for ECW legend Johnny Swinger. Putting Johnny Swinger on the same thing as Jerry Lynn is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But entertaining as hell, Reg. (laughs) Yes, I'm all in. Reg, I think, once again, you're thinking about it too much. Yeah, I mean, you know, proof is in the pudding right there. Proof is in the pudding. (laughs) Johnny Swinger versus Daddy Ass for Loser Leaves Town. Book it, you cowards. (laughs) They did, however. They made the announcement. It is official. Alex Shelley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. At the Ooh. Multiverse United show in Philly. It's happening, let's, baby. Let's go, Alex go. Shelley. I'm so happy that Alex Shelley is still the Impact World Champion. And I hope Same. it continues for a long time. Honestly. Well, the guy he challenged at, uh, or who challenged him at Slammiversary had his last match at Impact tonight. Know. So, uh, spoilers. <laughs> the guy he challenged at Slammiversary had his last match. Nicholas J. Aldis. Oh, yeah, What's yeah. What's all this then wrapped up tonight? Oh. Okay. He's going. He's he's got to be WWE bad. I was like, who, like Bully Ray or like a hockey player. Like <laughs> you don't, don't know. know you don't know, don't know Joel. You're, you're not in on that, Joel. Uh, listen, all I'm saying is his his wife is um, ah. is working the Copper Box Rev Pro show the night before ah. All In. So let the speculation recklessly commence. Aha. Uh-huh. And he is from the area. So uh-huh. and I mean, the first all in with Cody. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. If I okay. am stirring this pot, because I'm I'm Look picking at you with up your gloves on and your fancy background, stir away. Um <laughs> so let me tell you what happened. I actually finessed Sean Ross Sapp out of his house. He now lives in the cardboard <laughs> box that I lived in. Totally oh, different. Crazy. Totally didn't forget to sign out of the wrong account. So I just live in Sean Ross Sapp's house now. Just Sean Ross Sapp left him. Okay. Everybody else is, everyone else is here. They're just in the back. It's quiet. Oh, awesome. His wife rules. Yeah. 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 Sean's in the, he's in the street. He's in the street. Don't What's tell him I'm You got a lot huh? of cats. There are a lot of cats. 
I mean, there is a cat over here looking at me like, where is my food? <laughs> I don't care about no swinger man. I don't care mm-hmm. about no Vicky Dice man. Make with the kibble, mm-hmm. ladies. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. Well, we will get out of here and throw it over to you guys. Have fun. Very excited to hear about what happened on Impact. Cresta, enjoy your piano practice or whatever you have after this. The piano in the I'm going to be the phantom of the the phantom of the WWE ring. That's what I'm going to do. I'm in. I'm in. Enjoy your show. Peace, Thanks, y'all. Folks. Have a good night. Nice. Let's get to it. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.